Welcome to Cowboy Ed, where we saddle up those horses and chase the cattle and chase them all over the prairie and talk about all sorts of things, education. And today we've got, well, we've got a kind of different spin on things, but before we get there, how you doing, Maya? Doing well. Bright, sunny, windy day. Well, that is Wyoming, and uh, yeah, so we're going to answer that age-old question. What do teachers do during the summer? And right now, some of our teachers out there are probably laughing because as a teacher, as an educator, we've all heard, oh, that's, you know, what's the best part of the school year? You know, June, July, and August. Why did that, why did you become a teacher? Because I get summers off. We've heard all those things, and most teachers can laugh about that. But what does a teacher's summer generally look like? Does it look like waking up at noon and flip-flops laying on the beach? I don't think so. It has a whole lot of different pieces to it. So, Maya, you, you've shifted. You've left the, the K-12. You're into the, the college arena helping teachers get their, their basis. How do you see teachers using their summers? I think there's a variety of things that teachers do in the summer, and unfortunately maybe it's not sleeping in and watching movies and playing games and you know relaxing which is that stereotype of of having that total summer vacation right we don't get to be those teenagers on summer break i think teachers do a lot of work over the summer and sometimes that's a second job Sometimes that is something that, you know, they love to do. They take a hobby and they turn it into, you know, a moneymaker over the summer. And a lot of times it's work in relation to professional learning for themselves or working on things that they want to change in their classroom for the next year. You know, I think during COVID, we spent tons of time during the summer trying to figure out how to tackle the next year. This is the first summer where I feel like, at least for several years now, we kind of have the hang of where we're headed and what to expect in the fall. And hopefully that continues, like our vision of what we're supposed to be doing in the fall is the reality. Well, Maya, you know, definitely, this is the first summer we've had uh, in in a you know, the last, and, and it's quickly how your memory can just get hooked. It seems like forever since we've had a summer where we weren't talking about COVID. And it, it seems like this next year, we will not be starting with masks or starting with any major health pieces to that. And, and hopefully that continues that way and plays out. And so this is more of a quote unquote, typical summer, if you will. And so that, that, as you brought up all those different things, the, the first one that jumped out at me was a second job. And I think all of our listeners out there can appreciate. But understanding, if a teacher is taking a second job during the summer, before we jump to the, the salaries and what teachers get paid, we have to ask, we have to stop and ask the question, why are teachers taking a second job? If it is because of, well, it's the only way they can survive. They have to make some money during the summer to to maybe make it through the summer, make it through the school year. That's a question. That's a whole topic by itself. But on the other side of that, what if they're taking it, and, and I can 
I mean, I think we can all, all the educators can speak to a couple people they know, maybe themselves, that they're taking it because it's something totally different and it disconnects them. They need a mental break from the nine months of what just happened in the school year. And when you say that out loud, that is its whole, a whole nother issue. You need a mental break to make it through the next nine months. So I'm going to go get a, a, a job at a, at a Walmart, a grocery store, work construction, something that I just don't have to think about school. What does that say? So I'll, I'll kick it back to you, Maya. I, think, I mean, we have two, two things out there. It might be a salary issue, but what about those teachers that it's truly that they just need a break? What, is, what do those things say about us, say about education right now? Well, I think one thing that it says is just what a heavy cognitive load you carry as a teacher. You know, you are constantly thinking about planning, you know, working through details, relationships, communication issues, and then, of course, all of the, you know, random day to day that, you know, jumps in your way as a teacher. But there's a lot of brain power that teachers have to put into their job. And that on top of a job where you are essentially, you know, on, right, you you are in front of students all day long, every day, that's, that's a busy job. And, you know, I think for as much as we joke about teachers have the summer off, they really should have the summer off and have that chance to kind of change the way that they engage with people, with the world, and just kind of be able to take their brain somewhere else because of how how much they have to focus and and use that you know high energy during the the nine months that we have class in session. So one example I think is um, we have a, a CTE teacher that you know he's he coaches, he is, you know, at the middle school, full on engaged with the students, you know, all the time and trying to really push the teaching that's happening, you know, to a, just a forward thinking, really trying to help students prepare for their future. And in the summer, he disengages from all things related to his job. And he's a river guide. So he spends his summer, you know, running rivers and and just having a good time. And that's a way that he can, you know, engage in a hobby. He can he can recharge. And then he comes back in the fall ready to start school. And he's really energized about being able to put all that brain power back to work for the classroom. Well, there's going to be a river guide. He's teaching people how to not die on the river. So he's just... He's totally teaching something different. So he's recharging in his own way. And, I, you know, as we talk through this, this, there's so much about summer that is important for teachers. So shifting that a little bit to think about some of the habits that we get sucked into during the school year aren't necessarily always the healthiest. We are, as educators, are eating on the run. We are uh, we, whether it's activities, doing different things, our schedules become hectic. We miss out on taking that time for ourselves. Uh, whether that's exercise, whether that's some sort of mindfulness type activity, even just to eating healthy. 
all that gets thrown in the air because the, the, the school year puts all these different demands on, on teachers and, and educators as they go through. And so summer is that time to also look and say, okay, you know what? I was really tired as the year went on. I was really this. I was really, and, and how can I change that? How can I build some habits during the summer? Whether it's take some of those other classes, take a, maybe it has nothing to do with your class as far as what content area you teach. Take a yoga class or take a, take a breathing class or uh, hire a trainer and work out at the gym and get a plan knowing what your schedule is going to look like headed into the school year so that you can maintain that plan and stay a little bit more physically, mentally healthy as we roll through. This, this is the time that teachers can develop those habits and, and work in that sense on themselves and, and build up their armor to, to not just mentally, but physically just stay healthy uh, and fight off sickness, all of those kind of things. So summer gives us that time and, and teachers really need to be aware of, you know, what, what part they control. Maya and I, we've talked a lot about how the year wears on and February is tough. Well, we know those things. So how can we prepare to stay a little bit more healthy with doing those things? So I think, I think those are really, really important for us to think about. Yeah, that's what some teachers, that's what, just as you talked about the teacher being in the river, those things are, they're recharging, they're staying staying fit in a whole different way and they're, and they're doing those kind. Now, if we shift that back to the professional development side, it's hard to leave the classroom. Uh, we've talked about sub shortages. We've talked about those pieces and, and, and that challenge. So professional development during the year becomes stressful on multiple levels. First off, you're leaving your classroom, then you're creating lesson plans, then you may or may not have a sub. You may not have somebody you can rely on. You may not have somebody you can talk. It may be somebody every, in, in the high school or middle school, maybe somebody totally different every period. So there's zero continuity. And then what are kids getting? And they're falling behind. And whoa, that might even roll back into a summer school conversation. But PD during the summer allows you to focus on those skills you need to learn that you want to learn to be better in the classroom, kind of on your time. And... Back to that, oh, summers are doing nothing, but that's when teachers, I mean, I think as parents, as community, we want teachers to be learning so they're not taken out from in front of our students and, and taken out of the classroom. So there we kicked it all up again, and I'll kick it back to you, Maya, through some fitness things at you and mindfulness and all of those and, and wrapped it up with some PD. What do you got? I think those are all a really great you know, things that you're talking about that that we seem to over the school year let go of, right? I think eating is, you know, I it's it's a tough in college just because your schedules are weird. But K twelve, I think, has the roughest job in terms of trying to eat healthy that exists on the planet. Because you just you have, you know, five minutes thrown in your day to try to get some sustenance and it it's it's a rough go. So I really like what you're saying about thinking about the things that you need to make yourself a better human, right? You know, healthy eating and exercise and relaxation in whatever form that looks like. But I think that 
you know, for our listeners to, to understand that work side of teachers, there's curriculum development and updating their classwork that they'll be engaged in the next year with their students, you know, working on their own degrees or cert- certificates or, you know, there's so many things that teachers have the ability to do in the summer in that space of building their professional knowledge. And I think as you think about teachers as professionals and really kind of countering that idea of of summer is, you know, that time off for them, it's really the chance for them to, to engage as professionals in their world without students. And that's a really needed piece of being a teacher. So, James, I think our listeners are probably wondering, other than doing a podcast, what do you do during the summer? I just saddle up my horse and put on the flip-flops and maybe throw on a nice, big, wide-brimmed hat and ride. No, no, just joking aside. And please, no, I don't want any cowboys hunting me down out there. Uh, You know, I I actually teach summer school uh, for for myself. I like the freedom of, of working through summer school. Uh, I do a ton of stuff outside and look for opportunities to look at businesses, look at how businesses teach employees, how businesses are doing things and see if there is things that we can still and do those things. Now, I also do curriculum and kind of modify my classroom and, and look at those things. But those are my big things looking at, you know, trying to figure out what is next year because the generation of kids walking through the door it's just a little bit different than the generation that just walked out. So how do I get ready for that? So on the other side, you've got college students coming at you. How about you, Maya? What do you do to prepare? Yeah, I do a little bit of summer school teaching. And, you know, at the university, that nine months, that typical nine months that we have students on campus and everything's really busy, we do some research work. But summer is where a lot of that, like, writing time happens. And so... I actually have three writing groups I'm a part of over the summer and trying to just be that, you know, professional at the higher ed level to share some of these great projects that we work on out with the community. Well, look at all that writing stuff. We're going to be seeing like, I don't know, the next saga, the next whole Chronicles of Narnia. I don't know. I'm just throwing books out there. Who knows what Maya might write for us all to hear. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, it'd be more like the Chronicles of... It doesn't matter. I was just going to say, it doesn't... Just finish. Maybe it'll be the Chronicles of Calbarnia. That would be the true saga that we might get from Maya after a summer of writing. But hopefully, at this point, we've rode around and... Joking aside, maybe we've answered that question. Uh, what do teachers do during the summer? And... Maybe for our non-educators, maybe start thinking about when we answer those questions about what do teachers do during the summer, maybe it thinks about, maybe it forces you to think a little bit about what should we be doing for teachers during the year. And on the other side of that, maybe teachers kind of evaluate where are they headed? How do they keep themselves healthy? How do they, how do they keep winning this battle with that energy and excitement that brought them into, into, into school, into education that very first day that they got there? So with that, whew, the horses are hot because it is summer and it is summertime and we should be out, I don't know, learning something. So let's head them up. Move them on. Move them on. Head them up. 
head them up. Move them on. Cowboy Ed. On the summer run. Maybe it'll be the Chronicles of Calbarnia.